Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. KYW Original Podcast. The Philadelphia Eagles chose Alabama wide receiver Devontae Smith, the Heisman Trophy winner, with the 10th pick in last night's draft. They moved up a couple of spots, did some business with the Dallas Cowboys, jumped the New York Giants. It was a very exciting night for the Philadelphia Eagles. We previewed the draft yesterday with Ray Dittinger, and he's back now to recap. Ray, take me through your thought process as picks Four through nine were happening before Dallas was originally slated to pick at 10. Uh, well, uh, things kind of were following the script, at least early. You know, quarterbacks went one, two, three. First time we had seen that in a while. Uh, but that was where everybody expected that. Uh, Kyle Pitts from Philadelphia kid from Archbishop Wood, he went forward to Atlanta, figured that. Cincinnati takes Jamar Chase, wide receiver. That was pretty much figured. Um, at six, Miami takes Jalen Waddle. Uh, actually, one thing that kind of changed a little bit there was I think I thought, and a lot of people thought Cincinnati was going to take an offensive lineman. They thought Penny Sewell was going to go there. Uh, and if that had been the case, then Miami would have taken Jamar Chase, the wide receiver. But because Chase was off the board, now all of a sudden Miami takes Jalen Waddle. And the first of what I was referring to as the Tuscaloosa Triangle, the three Alabama players, now all of a sudden he goes one spot earlier than uh, than I think most people expected him to go. And if you were like me and you were saying, I want one of the three Alabama players, and I was a guy who was leaning towards Devontae Smith, um, that was a little bit of, that was sort of the first uh uh-oh, that all of a sudden Waddle's now gone a little earlier than you thought. And then the, the quarterback stopped going. I mean, everybody kind of thought, okay, they'll go in the first three spots, but uh, Justin Fields is going to go pretty soon up there, and maybe Mac Jones is going to go pretty soon in that same general vicinity, which would have kept pushing the other guys further down and closer to the Eagles. But that didn't happen. Uh, after the first three quarterbacks, then people backed away from the quarterbacks and started taking other positions. And that's when things got a little perilous for the Eagles. And and to be frank, you know, they got a little lucky. You know, sometimes you got to be lucky in this game, and they got a little lucky because uh, what happened at, at number nine was that Denver – uh, Denver takes Patrick Sertan, who uh, was, I guarantee you, was going to go to Dallas at 10. The Cowboys had been talking about him. Uh, every mock draft had him going to Dallas at 10. Denver takes him at 9. Uh, and now, all of a sudden, Dallas is in a position where the guy they really wanted is off the board. And at 11, you get the New York Giants are sitting there waiting to take Devontae Smith. And the Eagles... I mean, they're a little lucky now, but they take, they seize the opportunity 
They know Dallas has lost the guy they want, so the Eagles jump on the phone and tell the Cowboys, hey, listen, we'll make a trade right now. You let us jump up to your spot. And that's what they did. They made the deal. Eagles jump up to 10, and they beat the New York Giants and leave the New York Giants hanging in the air. So uh, it could have turned out to have been a disaster. I mean, if Denver if Denver doesn't take Sertan there, the Cowboys would have taken Sertan at 10. The Giants would have taken Smith at 11. And the Eagles would have been sitting at 12 saying, what do we do now? But this was one of those occasions where everything kind of broke right. Give Howie Roseman credit. He realized what he had to do. He seized the opportunity and made the trade. And the Eagles bring a Heisman Trophy winner to Philadelphia. And I think that uh, he's a player that's going to have a big-time career. I think he's a very, very special player. Very, very special talent. Yesterday, you predicted that the Eagles would try to move up to take Sertan, but you of the Tuscaloosa Triangle that, that you named, uh, Jalen Waddell, Patrick Sertan, and Devontae Smith, you ranked Smith number one, and they ended up getting Smith after trading with the Cowboys and going ahead of the Giants. What is your reaction? What was your reaction last night when the Eagles selected Devontae Smith number 10? Oh, I was uh, I was very happy about that because when you and I talked yesterday, I said, you know, however this plays out, um, and there's going to be a lot of surprises and there's going to be a lot of things that are going to happen that nobody saw coming. But when it's all said and done, when they close up business for the night, if the Eagles have one of the three Alabama guys, if they get if they have Waddle, Sertan, or they have Smith, if they have one of those guys, I'm good. You know, I'm good with it. If, if you get one of those guys, I I'll call it a night and. You know, and I'll come back tomorrow and we'll do this all over again. But that was, you know, there are a lot of possibilities and there are a lot of good players in this draft. But those are the three guys that I thought were the best players at the greatest positions of need for the Eagles. And I said, you know, give me one of those guys and the night will be a success. And it took some uh, fancy footwork on the part of Howie Roseman, <laughs> but give him a lot of credit. And, and if, I, if I had to prioritize them about, okay, those are the guys, now in what order would you want them? They're all really good. Uh, I kind of thought it was going to be Sertan because they, they obviously have great need at, at cornerback. Um, but Smith, anybody that watched Alabama this year, you saw him just put on a show the whole season, 117 catches, helps them win a national championship. He's the best player on the field the night they win the national championship. Um, I think he's a, I think he's a really terrific player. And everything I have heard about him from people who are close to the Alabama program, people who have worked him out, uh, is that he's a great kid besides. So uh, I think he, as they say, checks all the boxes. And uh, I think the Eagles fans should be very, very happy today. To, to go deeper into that, what makes Devontae Smith right for the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, they're a team that really needs playmakers on the outside. Uh, I mean, last year they were 31st in the league on average yards per game per pass play. Uh, they were just getting no production at wide receiver. Uh, and this was in a year when they had spent three draft picks in last year's draft to draft wide receivers, including the number one, Jalen Rager. Uh, and made a, a huge mistake when, with the first pick, they had a chance to get Justin Jefferson, chose not to, and took Jalen Rager. Justin Jefferson goes to Minneapolis and has a fantastic year. Uh, and Jalen Rager comes in here and contributes very little. He's a very low-impact player. Um, one year later, you've got all of those guys still on the roster, plus Travis Fulgham, plus Greg Ward, all those other guys. So it looks like you got a lot of receivers. But what did they produce last year? Basically nothing. 
So if you're going to go into this season and you got a young quarterback who's going to have to grow in Jalen Hurts, and you're going to use this year to find out whether he can actually play quarterback and win games in the NFL, well, you got to give him guys to play with. you got to give him receivers that are decent targets that can get open and can make a play. And I didn't see any of those guys on the roster. So they had an opportunity last night. turned out that they, they seized the opportunity to go get a guy who I thought was the best of the bunch this year, uh, and a guy who's played in big games, produced in big games, uh, has an absolutely impeccable record in terms of conduct on and off the field, um, and a guy who I think, and, and in addition to that, has played with Jalen Hurts. I mean, they played together at Alabama, so they actually already have some chemistry. So in, in every way, I just thought that this was uh, this was a great night for the Eagles. I mean, last year, after day one of the draft, I mean, everybody was sitting around scratching their heads saying, how could the Eagles have done this? Boy, that was a terrible draft. That was a terrible decision. This year, total opposite. You know, you got to give, if we're going to knock Howie Roseman for what happened last year, then you got to give him credit for what happened last night because I think it was a big step forward for this team. And, Ray, how much better is the pick knowing that the Eagles jumped the Giants to get Devontae Smith? And like you said, he would have gone to New York if he was still on the board at 11. How much better does that make the pick? Oh, it's great. I mean, it's, you, you come away with a terrific player. Uh, and in the, in the process, your two division opponents who were ahead of you going into last night, the Cowboys picking at 10, Giants picking at 11, they finished the night really bummed out. You know, they're really bummed out. I mean, the Cowboys wanted Sertan, they miss out on him. And they have to, and they wind up trading with the Eagles to allow the Eagles to move up. And the Giants immediately, and you saw, and you saw what happened as soon as the Eagles made the trade. The Giants trade right out of eleven. I mean, they didn't even bother taking a player at eleven because they were determined to take Smith. He went off the board. The Giants traded out of the spot at eleven, traded down with the Bears, and then at twenty they come along and they take the next best wide receiver, who's Kadarius Tony. Uh, but it was obvious. Everybody kind of knew going in that the Giants had really targeted Smith, and everything was pointing towards. And at that point, honestly, at that point, I thought that. You know, if the Eagles hadn't moved up, Smith was coming off the board. And then at 12, the Eagles would have been in a really tough spot because the three Alabama guys are gone. J.C. Horn, the cornerback from South Carolina, who seemed like the other most logical pick and a lot of people thought was going to go to the Eagles there. He was gone. Um, If that had turned out that way, that the Eagles had stayed at 12, they would have been in a really tough spot last night. But as it turned out, things just kind of fell their way and they took advantage of it. And I think they came away with a dynamic player. And everybody's really excited because they got that dynamic player, the Heisman Trophy winner, the two-time national champ, uh, the quick, speedy wide receiver. You mentioned all of his wonderful traits. You talked positively about him yesterday. And, Ray, another thing that you said about Devontae Smith yesterday was you mentioned how uh, people bring up his size. But you didn't seem to bother by Devontae Smith's size. Six feet, and the Eagles are listing him at 170 pounds. Why are you not concerned about Devontae's size? Uh, because it never, it never slowed him down in college. You know, and this isn't a guy who played at a small school. This isn't a guy who played at Division Three and put up ridiculous numbers there. And, you're, and you're, your temptation is to say, yeah, but now he's got to come and play with the big boys. He's been playing with the big boys. <laughs> he played at Alabama. He played in the SEC. Uh, he played against guys. The guys he played against in college, they're all playing in the NFL right now. So he's, he's already demonstrated that he can play against that level of player. Uh, he played four years. All he did was produce. Never missed a game due to injury. 
Um, yeah, I mean, you look at him and you think, man, he's small. And you look at the fact that the Eagles are listing him at 170. The fact is, two weeks ago, he weighed in and weighed in at 165. Uh, you don't often see 165-pound guys come to the NFL and have long or, or productive careers, unless they're punters or kickers. Um, but every so often, guys come along that break the mold, and, and they have special talent, and they have special gifts. And Devontae Smith is that kind of player. Uh, I mean, he when if you watched Alabama and anybody watched college football, you couldn't help but watch Alabama because they've been the they've been the best team in college football certainly in his time down there, and he was a big reason for it. You know, last year they had two two wide receivers go in the first round uh, in Rugs and Judy. Uh, this year they had two wide receivers go in the first round again in Waddle and Smith. That's four first round talents at that same position, four of them, and. It's not even close that Smith is the best of the four, and the Eagles wind up getting him. Uh, and uh, I thought that it was—I thought it was a great pick, and I think he's going to come in here. And I know people are going to be concerned about the size, and they're going to think he's going to get hurt. And anybody can get hurt in the NFL. It, do, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's a—it's a violent game, and we—you know—guys who have never been hurt before get hurt again. You got to be a little lucky, but you know they got lucky last night. Let's hope that their luck continues. They have nine picks to go. Uh, assuming that Howie doesn't make any moves, which is unlikely. But as of now, 7.45 on Friday morning, they have nine picks to go. And next up is 37 in the second round tonight. And then they got number 70 in the third round tonight. Ray, what are your expectations for the remaining rounds? Well, we said yesterday their two biggest needs were wide receiver and cornerback. And so they've certainly addressed wide receiver. Here, I think they go defensive back. Um, And... Again, lucky for them that there's still some pretty good players there. I mean, I have, by my count, one, two, three, four. I have four guys that are still on the board that I gave first-round grades to. Four guys that I thought were going to be gone by now that aren't. Uh, And two of them are defensive backs. One of them has a very familiar name in Philadelphia, and that's Asante Samuel Jr. He's still on the board, uh, a cornerback just like his dad, who played for the Eagles from Florida State. Very good player. I thought he was going to go late in the first round, but he's still on the board. Uh, and there's a safety named Trevon Morig, who I thought for sure was going to be a first-round pick. People don't normally take safeties that high, but he was, to me, far and away the best safety. And he's still available. So the Eagles are picking early tonight. Uh, they, they don't have to sweat this one out too long. I mean, they're going to be picking early. So I think they'll have a shot at either Morig or Asante Samuel. And uh, so they could come out of this with the wide receiver and a really good one wide receiver in Devontae Smith and, in my view, a defensive back with first-round value. So, you know, the Eagles are on a roll right now. You know, how he hit it out of the park last night, and I think he's going to have an opportunity to do that again tonight. A lot of good momentum heading into the re- remaining rounds. Ray, I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say about rounds two through seven on Monday morning. Uh, We'll chat then. Thanks for the time. Really appreciate it, and have a wonderful weekend. You too, David. I'll talk to you on Monday. Talk to you Monday. That's Hall of Famer Ray Didinger of 94 WIP. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.